Explore your thoughts. Learn what you think you already know. We're taking you on a journey to the other side. Welcome everyone to episode 3 of The Other Side. We have a special treat today. It's one of my favorite topics, uh, breaking down the JFK assassination. It is November, and later this month, November the 22nd, is the anniversary of the assassination of JFK. What we do here on this program, we like to give the other side of, the, of information or evidence that you may or may not have seen before in the past. It is evidence that is documented in the Warren Commission, was the, which is the official government commission that investigated the, the assassination. It's also FBI reports, and we're going to put a lot of pieces of this puzzle together. Probably won't be all in this episode, just to keep everything kind of in a good time frame. Probably, this will probably be a two-part series. So let's get started. So the official story of the JFK assassination is that on November the 22nd, 1963, a lone nut by the name of Lee Harvey Oswald shot, uh, fired three shots from the sixth floor of the school book depository. So let's start with that. Let's break that down. So what we're looking at here is the school book depository where supposedly Lee Harvey Oswald was set up with his rifle. The first shot fires, it hits the pavement. Second shot fires, this is the first wound, hits Kennedy in the neck. And the third shot, which is the second which is which is the second wound and final shot which causes according to the theory the magic bullet theory that causes all kinds of problems so according to the theory let's look at this one right here this bullet comes down that i believe is a 17 degree angle this is the magic bullet now this is it strikes Kennedy in the back. It moves up and out of his neck. And if you look here from the above, this has a better description. When it comes out of his neck, it actually pauses, takes a right, and pauses for about 1.6 seconds or 1.9 seconds, takes a right. It drops down and it takes a left. And it hits the shoulder of, oh, it hits the, the arm of Governor Connolly, who was sitting in front. Then it hits his, it goes through his rib, goes through his wrist, takes another left, and down and into the leg. Right? So, that's some bullet. That is some, that is some bullet right there. So, also, let's go back to this right here. Let me zoom in. 
Lee Harvey Oswald's here. I believe this is uh, Houston Street here. The limousine comes up this way and takes the left. This would be the perfect shot. Straight. This is straight, and the vehicle is approaching. Is approaching the building where he's at. This would have been such an easy shot. It'd have been straight on. It's not necessarily a moving target as the target is moving toward him. Okay. Then, why would he start to shoot when he takes a left? Then you have this tree here in the way to begin with, which is a live oak tree. And the other shots. And if you watch the video of the Sapruta film, let me pull this up. Anybody that's ever fired a gun before, or a rifle, if you hit something, okay, so there's the next shot, and here comes the fatal head shot. Now, notice he went, his head goes back and to the left, okay? Back and to the left, okay? I apologize for the graphicness of this but it's very important you realize his head goes back and to the left to me that would indicate that a shot comes from the front right okay so if my head goes back and to the left that would indicate it's probably a shot coming from this direction here according to the official story the shot came from the back of the head because the school book depository would have been in this area here. So if you watch that video, that seems uh, amazing that that could happen like that. So with that being said, and we're going to break down all this more in the next episode. We're just going to kind of get your feet wet right here, kind of get you into it, and then we'll we're going to break it down even more. So... With that being said, first off, this is uh, Malcolm Kidoff. This is his press secretary, okay? Wait, not that one, this one. Look at where he's pointing. Whenever he gives the press announcement, he says, uh, President John F. Kennedy was killed such and such time, and he puts his hand to his head just like this, and says, killed with a bullet to the head. He clearly shows it. Everybody knew it. Now, you must remember that the the uh, film you just watched, it's called the Zapruder film. Abraham Zapruder was videoing it, and that's where we have the evidence with everything. That actually didn't come out until many years later, like in the 70s, um, like, uh, over a decade later, when the b b prior to that, um, there was no uh, footage or whatever. So this was after the Warren Commission was closed, and they had, it was an opening shut case. Lee Harvey Oswald did it, and in the story, then the Sapruta film comes out and shows something totally different. Now, if you look back at the FBI uh, interviews and also the Warren Commission interviews, there's like fifty something. Eyewitness 
witnesses that attest to a shot coming from the grass, you know, which is the front right from where the it, um in from the uh, from where Kennedy is, which is the grass, you know, which would be where the bullet would have come from. That one magic bullet created seven wounds total. Now, that's seven wounds on them. There's also bullet holes in the windshield, bullet holes in the car, in the limousine. And other places, there's um, there's fragments of concrete by the triple on the pass. So this is the famous triple on the pass here in this area. There's eyewitnesses of here. Let me see if y'all are seeing. Yeah. There's eyewitnesses of smoke and gunshots heard in this area here, which is the grassy knoll. And those... They were interviewed, and they they said it, but somehow they stick to the interview. They stick to the fact of Lee Harvey Oswald being the lone nut. So that's some bullet. All right, so let's take a look at this right here. Okay, you know what this is? Ah. This is the actual bullet. Now, follow me here. Supposedly, this is the actual bullet that struck Kennedy. Kennedy, the magic bullet, struck Kennedy in the neck, and in the uh, came out his um, neck and and through Connolly and his uh, shattering four or five inches of Connolly's ribs and breaking his radial bones in his wrists and through the leg bones. The most amazing thing is that it is in pristine condition. Notice there is nothing. You, they have shot in this exact same bullet just for demonstration purposes in cotton wadding, and it still there's flaring a little bit along the edges here. So it's very important that you understand this is officially CE399. This is officially the bullet, the magic bullet. That caused all of this. Now let me show you this. You see what you see this? CE eight forty two. These are actually fragments of the bullet taken out of Connolly because he was struck by a bullet, someone's bullet somewhere. So these are fragments of the bullet. So Let me see. Let me get back to that. No. Do you see any fragments missing from this? In fact, anybody who's ever dealt with firearms, you would know that the bullet would be completely shattered. You wouldn't. It wouldn't be recognizable. This bullet looks. This is in pristine condition. This was absolutely zero damage. So. With that being said, I want to take a look at one more thing. We're going to explore, we're going to break down all of this a little bit more in the next video. But I also want to show you guys this as well. This right here is an FBI document. A few days after the Kennedy assassination, written by J. Edgar Hoover. 
which is the FBI director. The subject of it is assassination of President John F. Kennedy, November 22nd, 1963. Now, why do I bring this up? I want you to see this here. Let me make sure this is what y'all are looking at. Yes. Notice right here. So it goes on, blah, 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 informants. So the substance of the foregoing information was orally furnished um, by George Bush of the Central Intelligence Agency and Captain William something going on. This George Bush right here. There, there were hearings and investigations if that was the George Bush that we know, George Bush Sr. George Bush Sr. had zero, supposedly had zero connection to the to Central Intelligence or anything. Somehow, he became the CIA director a few years later. And we're going to learn in the next videos, the next podcast, of George W. Bush's connections to the CIA, his connection with the Skull and Bones, and um, and all of his business associates that all link him to the CIA. He denied being connected to the CIA, and which is very important, which we're going to talk about in the next podcast, because Lee Harvey Oswald is also connected to the CIA, but also he's connected to the FBI. So we're going to explain how the lone nut, allegedly, was possibly an or not possibly there was an actual fbi number he was working as an informant for the fbi as well as working for the cia but we're gonna break it down what that means so if you're interested in this type of topic which it fascinates me we're gonna go deep into this we're gonna uncover uncover uh the other side of this story that i i'm a, i am very certain most of you have not heard before and it's going to be very interesting. So if you're interested in the JFK assassination and would like to hear more of the other side of the story, stay tuned for episode four. We're going to dive deep into the other side. I want to be like you.